Hello, you are listening to Conversations with Sarah, a platform for sharing knowledge, connection and individual stories of therapies that support wellness and self-care. I'm Sarah Redden, Therapeutic Coach of SR Therapy Training, and I help busy people make self-care a priority. I'm Sarah from SRTT and I help busy people make self-care a priority. You're listening to Conversations with Sarah and today I'm joined by Leah Hine of Leah Hine Yoga to have a conversation about yoga. Hello. Hi Sarah. Hi. Thank you for joining me. Um, I don't know if you wanted to introduce yourself a little bit just let people know sort of who you are and what it is that you do. Yeah sure so I'm Leah Hine and my business is Leah Hine Yoga and I qualified as a yoga teacher in December after a year-long course, and now I am teaching mainly online, mostly kind of due to the pandemic, but also that was kind of my aim anyway, is to be an online teacher. Um, So yeah, I've got my online business where I'm doing my membership um, courses, live classes, and I've got a YouTube channel. So just kind of getting everything everything out there online at the minute brilliant yeah like you say with the pandemic a lot of us have um really have to shift our business and I think you know being online is the place to be at the moment because that's the only place anybody can get hold of us yeah definitely and I think a lot of people think of yoga classes as just kind of in person to kind of get the the feel for it but actually there is a lot that you can get from from doing it online it Mm. is it's the same you can get you know a really good yoga class online and I think yeah right now with the pandemic a lot of people need something like yoga definitely so what got you into yoga I actually I think uh, this is how a lot of people get into it I actually got into it from the fitness side so it was I was doing um pilates classes online because you know this I this is one of the main reasons I wanted to do my yoga online is because that's how I got into it and I think Mm. if I it that way that's probably how other people are going to so I was doing Pilates online and then the Pilates teacher I was um doing her classes she did a little bit of yoga and I was like oh I like this like the stretching the calmness after it and then I went on to Instagram as you do and you're looking at like you type in yoga and all these beautiful people come up with all these poses of like handstands on the beach and it just looks absolutely amazing and just draws you in and then I noticed on Instagram that they do um, yoga competitions a lot so I started entering the competitions like doing the poses Um, so I definitely got into it from a kind of a fitness and competitive Mm. kind of kind of view but then, you know, once you start going to these yoga classes and you realize the benefits from them, like the calmness, the how it de-stresses you, how it can change your mindset, that is what drew me in and kept me in. And then, and then I got pregnant and there was this whole new world. Um, so yeah, I thought, you know what, I love this. It was the thing that was keeping me sane, keeping me de-stressed um definitely helped me out in them first couple of years with my daughter and I thought right I, I need to share this with the world I need to I need to teach this mm. so yeah I signed up and did my yoga teacher training I mean 
I think that's like when you've got a passion for something, when you've experienced it yourself and that you get that passion. I've been on your YouTube and I've, I've had a kind of little look around and I, I really like how you set it up, um, like where it corresponds with the chakras. Um, so for me, that really resonates like the spiritual side. Um, so I'm really interested to hear more about the spiritual side. I'd like to hear a bit about the physical stuff, but maybe we can come back around to that. Um, so like, what's the, the spiritual side of yoga? Yes, good question. So obviously, yeah, I got into it from the fitness side and I had no idea about any of this. And then once I started my yoga teacher training, that was just information overload. Um, and it was amazing. It was just, it was just like my mind kind of, you know, opened up to this, to this world of yoga that I had no idea even existed. So most of it, I mean, on my YouTube, like you said, I've got the chakra system, um, which, so in our bodies, we've got well, we've got lots of chakras, but the set we've got seven main ones running up from the bottom of the pelvis all the way to the top of your head. And if you're going to look at it in an anatomy kind of way, you've got all the nerve endings that kind of group in these places. So trying to describe this correctly, <laughs> um, I say way back in the day <laughs> before scientists and all of this, um, is where everybody was talking about the subtle, an subtle anatomy. So this is the chakra system, mm -hmm. this is the more spiritual side. And they all knew that there was something to do with these chakras that can help our bodies. And, but they just knew that there, there was these energy points. And at the time they didn't really know kind of what they were. And then as we come to modern day, you know, scientists and um, everybody have figured out that that is actually where the there's a lot of nerve endings so it kind mm. of it does relate with the um you know normal anatomy as well yeah yeah the subtle anatomy and it's all kind of linked together and yeah so my youtube I've kind of based it on on the chakras because a lot of people these different chakras work different parts of the body um they can work with different emotions um different mindsets and if you're new to all this, obviously you're not going to understand which one you need to work for. So I've kind of set it out simply, like mm -hmm. if there's a particular thing you need to work on, um, you know, like if you if you're struggling with talking communication, you probably want to work on your throat chakra. It kind yeah. of makes sense when you think about it like that. Um, but there are a lot of nerves around that area that you know when you are moving them around can open up these these passageways to let energy flow. To actually help with that um I don't know if I've explained that the best yeah yeah, yeah. I mean well I say yes it makes complete sense to me because I'm trained in energy healing um but I I think it makes sense I guess people will let us know if not we've got other people coming on to talk about energy healing so as we go through sort of the podcasts hopefully it, it makes more sense to people um but yeah definitely like as I looked on your YouTube I was like oh yeah that really resonates for me um bringing that spiritual side like in more with the physical side um because I've done yoga before years and years and years ago um and purely focused on it from the physical perspective and even yeah. with my energy healing and like the stuff that I know I've I've never really thought about it in that way so to see it on your youtube I was like oh oh yeah that that's really interesting I really like how you've kind of tied it up it, it tied it up and makes sense so what, yeah 
like how how does yoga help the body then well obviously the main i'm gonna say the main thing but what a lot of people realize is obviously moving the body it it, it is can be very physical which obviously helps keep your body healthy but it helps with strength flexibility um balance you know it and not just balances in physically like balancing the mind and the body so mm. you know you, you get on the mat to you know the main point of yoga is to move the body for meditation that's that's what yoga was made for is to move the body get out all the energy or kind of control the energy so that you can sit in meditation for a while nowadays that's not really why a lot of people do yoga um they do like getting the um uh, benefits afterwards you know the, mm. the calmness in the shavasana um but when you're on your mat i think there's so much that that goes into the classes that people might not even realize with the with the physical movements you know the yoga teachers are they're always they've always got a hidden agenda in their classes <laughs> they're always saying little things that they yeah. stick in your mind and you know you you take that off of the mat as well and I think that's where it connects with the mind and the body you know you're saying things like focusing in on your breath um you know when when you're in a balanced pose and it's like focusing on that breath feel that grounding and that's the kind of thing that you can then take off of the mat you mm. know if you're feeling a little bit stressed and a little bit uneased in whatever you're doing you know if you're an anxious person um and you're starting to get a little bit anxious and stressed you know then some, that might suddenly come up for you to write, feel grounded, focus on my breath. Um, mm -hmm. So it's it's connecting everything together and kind of letting you experience it everywhere, mm. putting it all together. Yeah, I mean, for me, I don't know why I'd never thought about it like that. I think because when I did yoga before, it was very physical based. So it was very much about fitness. It was very much about movement of like flexibility becoming leaner and sort of thinking it from that point of view and it was before I, I did sort of the spiritual training that I've I've done um and like for me now because I've got sort of chronic health conditions that mean it just seems a bit of an effort um but what I've I've realized from sort of I've tried I've tried to follow some of your yoga and fit and fit that into my routine um and I'm kind of coming back to realizing that yeah it doesn't I don't I don't have to do like an hour workout um starting because I did one of your 10 minute ones um so starting with that 10 minutes for me has been brilliant um because it's it's achievable it's something that I can fit into my day and like you say it's that that balance and that connection it's it's so important I go on about meditation I go on about sort of connecting with what's inside and using the breath and all of that stuff with with my work um yeah but yeah it's, it's like it's even though I know about yoga I'd never thought to connect it yeah yeah exactly and I love the fact that especially with YouTube or, or anywhere really like it's okay to have the different timed classes like if you've only got 10 minutes 10 minutes is great you know you can work you can work up to it or you can only do 10 minutes it's still gonna you're still giving yourself that time to just shut out the rest of the world and focus in on yourself mm -hmm. and like that that is what yoga is doing you are just you're calming your mind and focusing on 
that exact moment, nothing else. You're forgetting about the rest of your day and just focusing on you. And I think so many people struggle to do that. Like, especially nowadays, you know, we've all got phones. We're just constantly looking at our phones or, you know, it's very rare that we actually take the time to just calm the mind. Mm. So how often, like, would you be recommended to someone like to be doing their yoga practice? Like someone who has never done yoga before, this is the first time that they've heard about it and they're thinking, well, yeah, this sounds quite interesting, but you know, when, when am I gonna do this? How am I gonna do it? What, 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 would you, what do you suggest? When do they start? I would say if they're new to it, it depends how much time they've got, but I would say definitely start with at least like one hour class because the hour long classes is where you're gonna feel the major benefit from it. Whereas mm. if you're just doing a 10 minute, you might think, oh, I don't know if this is for me because yeah. it's not, you're not getting that full benefit. Once you understand kind of what yoga is and how it can benefit you, you kind of going into the 10 minute ones, you already kind of get your mindset there ready. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think just just any anywhere, any any time that you've got, just try to do some, even if that is 10 minutes a day, you know, if you can't do a full hour, just do 10 minutes a day because it will start to help. Mm. Um, and obviously it depends, it depends on everybody what, what you've got going on. Um, like I know when I really got into it was when my daughter was little and she would only nap for 20 minutes. So, you know, mm. I got a 10 minute yoga practice in and it definitely, definitely helped. Um, but you know, even if once a week, once every other day, just whenever you can fit it in. Any, so anything, yeah, anything yeah. at any time, just kind of getting it in there and getting it in in as a part of life. Uh, one of the things I say, if you're like too busy to be doing anything, that's exactly when you should be doing it. Like if, yeah. if you're t- if you're too busy to take time out and and invest in your self care, that is when you yeah. should be scheduling time for yourself because that's when you need it more. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's a, a good quote that's going around on the internet, isn't it? That's um. If you haven't got time for five minutes of meditation, you need an hour of meditation or yeah. something like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so how how do you say that life like life has been different for you, like off the mat with with your, using your yoga practice? I would say it has been very different. <laughs> um, I think before, I mean, maybe maybe it's also becoming a yoga teacher for me because it was it's kind of as if like as if like you found your purpose, you know, you mm-hmm. you found something that you love that you want to share. So, you know, you are going to feel happier in your life doing something that you love doing. Um, but yeah, taking it off of the mat, you know, when I come to these stressful points with now a nearly four-year-old happens quite often, um, you know, you can just take a minute to, to take a deep breath, to let it go. Um, and, and to carry on. And I think you understand more, you start learning about yourself when you're on the mat. So you start learning about what you're capable of um, and how your practice affects off the mat as well. So like I said um, before, I got into it and I was quite competitive, um, wanting to copy all of these poses that I've seen. Um, you know, when I went to my first in-person class, I was looking around the room and like, oh my God, she can do that. I should be able to do that. Why mm. can't I do that? And then I thought, right, take this off of the map. I'm a bit like that in my life as well. Like if I see somebody doing something, not necessarily competitive, but I'm like, oh, I want to do that. I want to do that. My mind is always going. Mm. And 
that is what I found on the mats when I'm doing my yoga and I'm trying to slow down my my mind I noticed that it was starting to happen in outside of the mat as well so like I'm not so well I'm still a bit competitive but I'm not so wanting to do absolutely everything I can I know when to say no I've, I've done enough now like I'm happy where I am so it's, it's it sounds like it's helped you find more balance definitely yeah and and that's that's another thing that I want my my teaching to be about as well is um because of all the competitive stuff and all, all the stuff that I got into before like the the vinyasa yoga so that's um breath with movement so it's quite fast paced and it's kind of like a dancey flow um and then on my yoga teacher training there was a lot of talk about yin yin yoga so yin yoga you hold the poses for about five minutes um at a time it's a long time to just sit and let everything go and it was incredible and that was definitely what I needed um and yeah that has definitely helped me off of the mat as well I would say I'm a completely different person to what I am now compared to before my but well before doing yoga at all mm. so you mentioned a few different types of yoga then so <laughs> this might be a big question there's is there lots of different types of yoga there are a lot of different types of yoga yeah um yeah there there are so many I think the main ones are um hatha yoga which so I kind of do it in a so you've got vinyasa yoga which is movement with breath so you do like um a sun salutation where you like inhale up exhale yeah. down I know that one. Yeah. yeah that's vinyasa um and then you've got hatha yoga where you're kind of holding the poses for about five breaths so that's mm. a lot of um strength based um you know holding the poses then you've got yin where you're holding the poses for about five minutes so it's not necessarily restorative because it can be very hard poses that you're holding for five minutes but um yin gets more into the into the fascia into the muscles and it's releasing a lot of energy um that's where you're going to gain your flexibility from yin mm -hmm. and then you've got restorative which you know is completely blissful and you're in these amazing positions that just feel great and yeah and then obviously you've got like all the different ones like hot yoga power yoga mm -hmm. um there are a million different types of yoga. Okay, but... so which, where would you say your yoga sits with all of that then? If someone's going to join like your class, what, what, where are you in that spectrum of all of these things? So I do vinyasa and yin. So I've got the fast paced with the slow paced. So a lot of my, my clients are wanting specific poses I would say like you know wanting to um, nail a certain pose which is where the vinyasa comes in and then yin for the you know for the stress for the calmness so I do like to do in my live classes I do like half an hour of vinyasa which is more fast paced get the heart rate up and then half an hour of yin to bring it all back down so I do think that you need that kind of balance I know a lot of people when they first start yoga they if, if they are quite um, people into fitness, they might want to skip the Shavasana, which is completely, the whole point of yoga is the Shavasana um, to, to calm the mind at the end. Mm. So yeah, I, I like adding the yin in there to, to bring them down, even if they don't know that they are 
kind of calming themselves down, if that makes sense. Yeah, well, it sounds like you balance, it's that word again, that you get a real mix of the fitness element and that you are, you know, you're doing all the things that that you want to be achieving with doing some form of exercise. Um, But the, the meditative state, the spiritual side is important to you and important that you pass that on to your clients. So being able to... Um, you know, because it is really important that we balance physical health and mental health. So to get that all in one class, um, it feels like you're getting a two for one. Yeah, and I think a lot of people struggle with calming the mind down, which is where I think the yin helps because it can be pretty uncomfortable if you're if you're stuck in a pose for five minutes and maybe there's not much talking and you're just on the mat with yourself. For a couple mm. of minutes I think that's it's really really great for people to learn about themselves mm. and I imagine quite powerful um, from an emotional perspective as well um, I work with the philosophy that the body holds like stress trauma emotions um, so when you're working physically in that way but you're also in a space where um, check you're checking in with your body you're checking in with your mind um, I would imagine that it can you can have that physical emotional release definitely yeah and that's that's one reason that my youtube is kind of I've put it in the chakra system as well because if you're going to work on your on the second chakra um which is located like in the um pelvis you're opening that area that's full of emotions there Mm -hmm. so if you're going to do some hip works like opening the hips um and working on your flexibility because you're opening that chakra and it kind of lets the energy flow you're letting out these emotions and it it's it's not rare for people to break down in tears on the yoga mat because mm. suddenly all these emotions just come flooding up um and i think that's that's the great thing about it and i think that's when people start to get into the more spiritual side of it because they're like whoa what just happened mm. and then they want to find out more yeah and it's it's just so important I think to kind of bring that mind body connection together um especially in today's society I feel like we are quite disconnected from that um that you know we we are the focus on a spiritual journey that takes us off to wherever we go or perhaps we'll focus on a physical journey and um yeah and then it all comes to get there'll, there'll come a point where perhaps we realize that oh, okay this this one way of thinking isn't working so bringing it bringing it all together um it's important isn't it and I think like one of the things that you mentioned before is about like you know we're always on our phones and stuff like that so who would you say that you kind of target towards do you are you trying to get more younger people involved more um you know people or is it just people that have never experienced yoga like come and come along and let me let me teach you the ways I think I'm I'm kind of based on I guess people who people who well there's that word again balance people who do feel unbalanced it's people who feel maybe a little bit lost, a little bit stuck. Um, young mums, especially, it's because I know that when I had my daughter and you you feel a bit lost, you're like, you know, I'm now just a mum. I'm not, I don't know who I am again. Mm. Um, so it's definitely based on 
trying to get people to find their true selves again so trying yeah. to figure out themselves and I think that's definitely with people who do feel a little bit lost definitely people who have never done yoga before because that's the kind of people I want to show this magic to it's like it was such a magical feeling for me when I got into it that it's like I need to share this with people so you know anybody who hasn't done it I think could really benefit from the the vinyasa and the yin putting mm. them together seeing the benefits of both of them um and I mean I'm not I'm not a qualified um kids yoga teacher but definitely kids need this um if this was in schools my god the world would be a different place definitely yeah um, I think I completely agree with you mindfulness is yeah. such an important tool um for managing like anxiety stress depression um yeah. yeah if we were equipped with these skills from a young age our adulthood would be so different definitely it's like they don't understand how to how to see themselves how to understand their emotions how to deal with their emotions mm. I, I agree it's um and an, an a topic that I will go off and ramble on about for hours <laughs> so let's keep it to yoga today um yes. is there anything else that you kind of think like someone who has never heard of yoga before that you'd want want them to know want them to come away from today listening to today to be like yeah I would like them to think that yoga is for anybody yoga is it doesn't matter if you're into fitness if you're not into fitness if you're spiritual or not spiritual I feel like anybody who goes to yoga class they are all going to come out with a completely different view um if you're more into the spiritual side you're going to pick up more of the spiritual side as you're as you're in the class if you're into the fitness you know you're going to work a little bit harder it's you go into yoga class and it's like you take out what you need mm. so yeah I would just say try it but also try different teachers because everybody teaches different as well and one teacher that you maybe if you didn't like their class maybe you go to somebody else and absolutely love it I've definitely done that before um it just it's just what resonates with you and yeah I feel like you just you take what you need from it mm. um that yeah and that's what it's about really isn't it any of these kind of practices it's finding the right person that resonates for you if you go to one yoga class with one yoga teacher and you hate it you don't necessarily hate yoga that class that teacher wasn't the right one for you um so kind of I guess keep your mind open and and look around a little bit more definitely and that's what's good about YouTube as well you know there's so many teachers on there it's yeah you're bound but to find one Absolutely. Well, I will be popping all of your links into um, the description. So anyone that's kind of interested in what you've talked about today and feels like, you know, like that you resonate and that they would like to check you out, the YouTube channel you will much. be there. Um, so if this feels all right for you, feels like a good time to finish. Is that OK? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming and being my guest today. Um, so even well, though I've been you on your YouTube in. and I have looked around, it's been really interesting. Um, and quite inspiring to hear a little bit more and like understand a little bit more I'm I feel like quite like oh yeah I, I need to get back on there and try one of the longer classes yeah and I think as well actually something is online can feel a little bit different to in person as well so if you try one online that you don't like maybe go to in person and vice versa yeah yeah absolutely just give it a try and give it a try again don't just write it off yeah. straight away 
right Definitely. thank you so much thank you for joining me That's today okay. thank, thank you, you thank you for listening to conversations with sarah i hope you enjoyed today's episode to connect find out more about me and my guest follow srtt podcast on facebook and instagram Next week, I'll be joined by George to have a conversation about mental health first aid. Until then, remember, be kind to yourself. Thank you.